Welcome back, Lats and Ladettes, to episode 85. We're 15 away from the big one. We're 15 away from the from the uh, the century mark, which is pretty exciting. I'm back in Waterloo in my... For those of you who are watching on YouTube, you're probably pretty familiar with this room I'm in now. It's my old university yes. room. Although, Reed McKinnis' buddy, Soaps, my buddy as well, through Reed, is subletting from me. She's got all his jerseys on the wall. So I'm a student in my own in my own home, which is a little a little different. But here we are. We made it happen. I got permission to use the room for this episode, and uh, some yeah, it just feels good. I like how you have to like you you got like I obviously I understand this scenario like you someone subletting the room, so it's not like actually not your room, but it's like you needed permission to use your room. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, it is a weird feeling. It's a weird yeah. Feeling. But also, there's nothing worse than just like coming home especially in a student house when people are like in and out and like buzzing around and you're not there sometimes and then you come back and there's like somebody in your room for some reason like doing something never have you have you ever this ever happened to you like i've come no. back somebody like in my like opening up and like inspecting my fucking i got like a little storage area where the the, the air vent is or something like uh yeah yeah you know what i mean like the, the hot air uh thingy um and I came in and some guy was like checking it out. I'm like, what the fuck? I just like came back from class. I just want to hang out. And what do you mean? Okay, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean some guy was checking out? Like who was this guy? Not, one of my roommates. Not like a, I guess okay. maybe it was making noise or it wasn't working. So somebody was inspecting it. Uh, it's okay. also a little story. And I know that like, it's crazy because the person who's living here now, Soper, he's a former lot of the week winner. Yeah. He was telling me that one of our other roommates uh had the same thing happen to him where he was out at work and he and he came back and his door was wide open the light was on the, the closet door was open this little storage area back there and he's like what the like what the hell's going on and yeah. somebody was like checking out like how much storage space there was so like when they moved out they would have ample room to store all their shit in the storage space in this room oh my god he's like, what the fuck like i just want to come back from work and relax i don't want like all this all this foot traffic through my sp- living space. I never had to deal with that. The only thing, the only time that I would find someone in my room was when I came back in res. And it was because one of our best friends, he lived like basically on the same floor. Like he lived on the same level, but in the residence building I was in each floor was like separated in where I was. So it was like, we were all on the first floor, but his was in like a different corridor. So he was on the first floor, but like across the um, courtyard. Yeah. And uh, he just like basically lived with us. Like this guy would pull, bring his mattress to our room and sleep on the floor in our room <laughs> rather than just going back to his own room. Like imagine that level of like just chilling with the boys. <laughs> like That is commitment. And we'll probably touch on later at some point in this episode, another level of commitment that happened to you in, in terms of your, your second COVID vaccine. Yes. That's yes. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that later. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, in my first year of living in in residence, we had a guy that was always like he even didn't live in our building, but uh, he was close enough where he would always be over. I had a bunch of like friends of his in my residence, so he would basically be living here without minus the sleep. So not as committed as your buddy, but he'd always be in. So we got, I reached a point where like we're like, what, what the hell, man? Like go back to your own residence building. Like what are you doing? You spend so much time here. So myself and a few buddies, I was like fresh out of junior hockey and like used to kind of the pranks and shit that went on. So I went on to like Microsoft Word and I made a wanted poster for this guy. And I'm like, <laughs> Connor Galanders, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. But it was, it was just so funny. So I'm like, wanted, Connor Galanders does not live here. Like, please notify the Dons if you see this man, like weight, like height, like 117 pounds soaking wet, like, like. <laughs> I made a wanted poster for this guy. And then I left, like I posted, I printed out probably like 50 copies and put them all over our residence building. on like all the girls floors, all the guys like everywhere. And then uh, like the Don saw it and actually thought it was like a real thing. And they thought it was like, a, I guess they didn't read it, but they, uh, they like saw it and like asked me to take all of them down. And he was getting mad. And then a few other people were like, you're in, like, you're in a, um, you're such a violator like people are just giving him a hard time he's like that's not me like getting so <laughs> about like his care he's like, it's a defamation of character and i'm like dude like it's just it's joking around like come on like I didn't actually he actually took offense to it oh he took offense to it yeah oh and I'm like, my God. yeah if that happened to me I'd, I'd probably get a good laugh out of it 
Oh, that would be hilarious. Right. So I, this guy, he took offense to it, but it's, it's, it was all, it was settled. Like he, he uh, forgave me and, and all was well with the world, but oh, I, glad to I, was hear. Expecting a, I was expecting a, a lighter reception than, than that. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't have anything like that. We just had uh, he would sleep on the floor in our room and then there would be times where I would come back from something like uh, I would come back from like a weekend at home or whatever the case may be. And he would just be like sleeping in my bed when I got back. I'm like, yo, <laughs> dude, you live around the corner, like not even in a different res building, not even a different floor. You live on this floor. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and this guy would just straight up just chill in our room nonstop. Yeah, that's pretty epic though. Like, just, yeah, it was hilarious. Making himself at home in your building. It's very nice to come back to company too. It's like, hey, <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was was always just chilling there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he, this guy, like, uh, I ended up living with him. And, like, once we moved into a house. And it ended up working out pretty well because I never had to experience having, like, a showing come through the house. Because I lived there for three years. And then all the boys, like, came back and did uh, fifth year. So they just kept the house. So we never had people come through. Um, But I moved out. And, like, what I did when I moved out was, like, just packed things up piece by piece and like just every day like a little bit slowly at a time so it never was like overwhelmed and like having to do like an insane amount at a time I just yeah. did a little bit a little bit but for like over two weeks span and then like everything was basically packed up the last night the only thing I had left was it was like empty dressers empty everything closet empty like it was all packed away I just had my bed with all my sheets on it and then my desk was there and I just like I didn't even take apart my desk. I rented a U-Haul and I just put the desk in the U-Haul and like brought it inside after. But um, I moved out. So I packed all my stuff up, put it in the U-Haul the morning I was leaving. We, uh, my buddy who, this is the guy who like used to sleep in our room, helps me bring the bed out because we weren't like going to take it apart. Put it in the U-Haul, put everything in the U-Haul. And I put all my (laughs) shit in the U-Haul. I come back down because I was like making sure everything was in there. Like all the little stuff at this point, I come back downstairs and he's like moving his room into my room. <laughs> like the second my room was empty, he was putting all this shit. In I don't my know room. if I'm like, offended by that or like be proud. This I, was proud. I was proud. I was proud. Like just loves to be around you. It was That's hilarious. That's amazing. That's so yeah. fun. I, I just like had everything out of there. The only thing I left was like, you know, those LED light strips. I had like one of those in my room and I just left that in the remote and I was like, this is yours, man. <laughs> like this is for you. That's probably so grateful. That's yeah. amazing. You can wait until you were like pulled out of the driveway or anything. Just like, as no. he- <laughs> I came downstairs too. And I was like, yo, what's going on? And he's like, well, like your room's nicer. And I was like, fair and then i just helped him move all the stuff into my room so like by the time i left like my room was was empty for like maybe 20 minutes like he started moving all of his like dresser and stuff and i came back down we moved his bed in we moved like all his clothes and we moved everything in and like i left and my room was occupied again that's so that's, that's amazing man it's a good yeah it's good living space good living situation i feel like it's 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 so easy for like university-aged guys to uh just do shit like that and just be like spontaneous and like who no one gives a fuck like do whatever you want no he cares where live come and go as you please sleep wherever you want to as long as you like mind your p's and q's like just don't be a dick and yeah there's no feelings anywhere like do whatever you want like anything is free game as long as you like say you're gonna do it beforehand like let let you like you could literally be like hey like i'm gonna go uh bring like 150 people back for a rager and trash the place it's like oh thanks for letting me know man like yeah Oh, that's very considerate of you. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. And it's nice to be yeah. back here. Like I, uh, this morning, like we, we like didn't have a crazy night last night, but we had a few drinks and we were just kind of like catching up and had a few people over, went to a patio. Um, first of all, if, if anybody listening to this is in the Waterloo region, if you walk south on King Street, like past all like the pub on King, past like the prohibition the drink and all that shit there's a little pub called mccabe's that i went to last night on the patio and i went inside to go to the bathroom and i didn't understand how big this place was like it looks like a little tiny like pub just on the street side pub like looks tiny looks like you'd walk in one floor and it'd be like i don't know how many square feet i can't calculate that like on a whim but yeah it looks like a normal like tiny little place then i walked in just sprawling sprawling pub with like a huge bar, huge seating area. 
And then I look up and it's like an about, there's like a second floor of like seating wrapping all the way around. So you would like look through the middle of the floor and then the right. perimeter was all wrapped around with like tables and like a second floor. It's oh. like, holy shit, like it looked awesome. So if you're in the Waterloo region and, and like want to shake up your bar going and need another place, go to the caves on Kings. It looked awesome. I had a good time there. there. I didn't even go inside, but the upstairs looked cool. There was a there was a McCabe's in uh, London. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. Um, the McCabe's was where we had like Wine Wednesday, and it was like half price bottles. That's unreal. I gotta look into it. Yeah, it was dangerous. It was dangerous. I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure it was McCabe's. But yeah, honestly, similar concept. It was like it was like this little like storefront basically that you looked at. And once you walked in, it was like deep and there was booths everywhere, tables in the middle, bar on the side, uh, stage at the back with like a band playing and stuff. They do karaoke there. Like it was, it was a proper setup. It's pretty crazy. Like whoever the real estate like uh, person is from McCabe's who finds these properties, like, good, good on you. Mm-hmm. Doing it right. Yeah. All right. Well, McGee, I think we've gone far enough into this episode without doing our competition. We we kind of like flew by that one, and we've actually got a pretty good competition for this week. Uh, like I've said in the past few, or the yeah, probably like the past like four or five episodes that we've done, I've gone on the internet and just found like the weirdest competitions done in the world. So this week we're doing a bee wearing competition. So let me just run through like some of the things that I read up about it here. So basically. It's, it's very self-explanatory. You compete to see who can hold the most live bees on their body. Like the person that holds the most live bees wins. Um, I think this event started in 2011 in Shiyang City, China. And uh, the first year they did it, there were only two people who registered for the event. Surprise, surprise. Who wanted to wear bees on their body? You wear nothing but shorts, goggles, and the nose plugs. Uh, basically you stand on a scale, you weigh yourself in and see like what your original weight is. And then you use a queen bee to attract as many regular bees to your body in one hour. So it says here that within minutes, sw- uh, bees start swarming and picking up the scent of the queen and they form a lit full living bodysuit around the competitors. So the bee wearing world record is currently set at 39.5 kilograms, which I don't know if you understand how much 39.5 kilograms in bees is, but it's approximately 350,000 bees, 350,000 bees at once. And it is held by an American Mark. How do you think you say that name there, McGee? Bon, 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 of Bill Crother. No. Shout out yeah. Mark the Spark, former teammate of mine. So Mark, if you're listening, hey man, it's been a while. Yeah, what's up? But uh <laughs> the bee wearing world record, 39.5 kilograms, approximately 350,000 bees. If you don't understand or you don't have an idea of what this looks like, do a quick Google search right now, bee wearing competition. The photos of people wearing these bees is actually insane. It's like, you know those, you know those like comic strips where people are swarmed by bees or like in cartoons where they're swarmed by bees like they got something sticky on them bees are everywhere and they're running and you can't see the person because there's so many bees that's what this looks like that's exactly what this looks like there's bees everywhere it's like a blanket around these people it's actually mental so if you don't understand yet or you can't fully grasp it just go search bee wearing competition on google crazy images that will come up for this competition McGee, episode 85 I think one of them is going to be pretty self-explanatory as to who this competitor is, but the other one, not so much. I actually had to do some digging to find, find this guy, find the competitor for, uh, for the other guy that I've just mentioned here, but let's get into our competitors. Our first competitor drafted in the fifth round, 86 overall by the Detroit Red Wings in the 1983 NHL entry draft. He was the first player in NHL history to wear the number 85. He played 13 NHL seasons, spending time with the Detroit Red Wings, Edmonton Oilers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Los Angeles Kings, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. In 786 regular season games, he scored 313 goals, 
260 assists and totaled 573 points, a world junior bronze and silver medalist, a two-time Czech Extra Liga champion, and a Stanley Cup champion with the Edmonton Oilers, a six-foot, 190-pound right winger from Shomatov, Czechoslovakia, Peter Klima. His competitor, drafted in the second round, 36 overall by the Cincinnati Bengals in the 2001 NFL Draft. He had one of the most notorious and self-explanatory name changes in potentially the history of pro sports, playing 11 seasons in the NFL, 10 for the Bengals and one for the New England Patriots. In 166 games, he totaled 766 receptions, 11,059 yards, and 67 touchdowns. He's a six-time Pro Bowler and a two-time All-Pro. A six-foot-one, 188-pound wide receiver from Miami, Florida, Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. That's like <laughs> that nickname. We gotta just talk about that nickname real quick. Ocho Cinco. This guy, he changed his name from Chad Johnson to Chad Ocho Cinco, and then he recently changed it back, so he's now Chad Johnson again. But his, like, I think his middle name, he made his middle name, it's, his middle name is still Javon, I saw, but I'm pretty sure he just, like, added Ocho Cinco to his middle name. He's, like, Chad Javon Ocho Cinco Johnson. That's, got respect. That's commitment. It is commitment. We've talked about commitment this episode. It's a common theme through episode 85. Just commitment. He committed. Yeah. But Chad Johnson, like, other than, the only other person I can think of that with, like, a, that, recognizable of a name change or that like just meta world peace meta world peace yeah that's what i can think of maybe there are more but like meta world you got it you wanna, okay but sorry i'm sorry before i forget it and we glance over it um you want to hear just a terrible terrible dad joke yes so my dad has been taking metamucil okay and because <laughs> every time he goes to take it he goes Meta world musil, and I'm like, oh my god, like, dude, <laughs> like, meta world's peace. How does he talk about this? Stop. I'm like, every time he's like, meta world musil, I'm like, no, dude, come on, <laughs> stop. Just cut, it Just cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah. I think it's good on your dad for even knowing who meta world peace is. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. So. I'm a big sports guy. So mm. I, I think, uh, if I like, even made that joke he'd be like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> what? yeah no you, he he was the one who said it first the meta that's, world music like, i love that i love that it's yeah. pretty cringy sorry what it's were you gonna say but yeah it is very cringy it's so <laughs> it's such a fatherly it's a low-hanging yeah. fruit yeah okay wait actually i need to see if this works on you sorry like we're completely pushing this competition <laughs> to the side but i need to see if this works on you yeah, okay. all right all right knock knock who's there yodel lady yodel lady Fuck off. <laughs> Stop yodeling, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, I, I dude, I don't think I've ever heard that one. But as soon as I said I'm like Yoda lady, I'm like, oh come yeah, on. Yeah, your face just yeah, like, dropped. Yeah, that's really good though. I'm gonna yeah, use so that's it. another one from my dad. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Now let's 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 go back to the name change and then we'll get into the competition here. So what, what were you going to say about meta world peace, not meta world peace. So. Um, I was going to say, you, you gotta be a certain breed of person to change your name. That's a serious thing. Like it's, yeah. You're going to say that's a forever thing, but like, apparently not, you could just change it back, but it's like, come on. I don't know. You just gotta be a different breed. I was surprised Dennis yeah. Rothman didn't change his name. I feel like that's the kind of guy. That's the first person I was thinking of when you were saying, like, you have to be a different breed. I'm like, that guy didn't, he didn't change his name. And, like, he would be a prime candidate for a name change kind of dude. If I had to bet any money on, like, a pro athlete who was going to change their name, like, in the future of sports, like, in the past, I would have 100% bet my life savings on Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There's, like, an athlete now that I could, like, see a name change for in the future. I like maybe my closest thing to an athlete now who might um, change their name. I could see, like, I could potentially see Lamelo Ball. Like, mm. I don't know. 
think he's somebody with like a just out there personality, but I also think he loves himself too much to change it. He name. loves mellow, the whole like mellow thing that he's got going. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any like there's definitely some in the NBA, or you know what it would be actually, I think. NFL. It would be some random guy in the NFL because there's so many characters in the NFL. Think about how many players are on every team. I know, but you don't even like hundred. NFL is one of those sports where like you could play a 15 year career in the NFL and then leave it, and still nobody would recognize you if you're just like a <laughs> yeah. team and you're just kind of like in the fold. You do your job well, but not like you're not a crazy superstar by any means. But you're yeah. just some like. I don't know, offensive lineman who just does their job. And then you leave the NFL after like a solid career and you're just a big dude. That's it. You're just an everyday dude. You're just an everyday dude. Yeah. No, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I feel like NFL guys could just fly under the radar. There's just so many of them that it could be like hard to, unless you're like a diehard fan or like a diehard fan of a certain team, I feel like it's just hard to just know everybody. Yeah. Yeah, like the, most guys in the NHL, I could probably tell you, like I could probably tell you what team they play for, what teams they've played for, where they are, like where they're from, whatever the case may be. But like, and then NBA is even easier. Like there's like 10 or 12 guys per team, right? So it's like your odds of knowing somebody are way higher because there's just so few guys. But then you go to the NFL and it's like a hundred. I don't think it's actually a hundred. I think it's like 60 something, but like guys on every team, there's 30 teams. You just get to a point where it's just like, okay, this is a little information overload here. Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's get into this competition. Be wearing competition. Who can wear the most bees live bees on their body at once. Ocho Senko versus, I feel like his name is not even like Peter. It's like Pet Petter, Petra. Petroclima. I think it is. It's like P-E-T-R. I knew a guy, I knew a guy in first year. I don't know what he's up to, but I knew a guy with whose name is Peter spelt that way with no E between the, the, the T and the final R. Right. Yeah, Petra. All right, I'm going to go with Ocho Senko straight up. I think Ocho Senko is just a freak. Like this guy is crazy. If you follow him on Twitter or you see his antics that he gets to online, I feel like he'd be so interested in doing this and like he would divide he would find a way to just bring so many bees to his body like he would be attracting them like nobody's business. He would be mixing in like tactics from worm charming to charm these bees to bring them to him like he would be that kind of guy. He's just a weird out there guy. Type of guy to change his name to a number Ocho Cinco. Like it's just I think Ocho Cinco locks this one down. Uh I would have to disagree with you there. I think Peter Klima takes this one, and here's why. I think Peter Klima is just that he's got that Czechoslovakian blood running through his veins, just ice in his veins. Soup. I could just imagine him being, I don't know him. I, I've recognized the name, but I, I wouldn't even know him if he hit me with his car. This guy, <laughs> he, he just strikes me as the kind of guy, like old school Czechoslovakian dude. I just imagine never cracks a smile. Like just a stone cold guy. I think he could imagine. I can imagine him breaking the record with like four hundred thousand bees on him while he's like smoking a cigarette and just like <laughs> in the face. Yeah, I think this is just so, so stoic and just like, just a, a just a man of just steel. No emotion. No, I, you know what? I have this image in my head now of him standing there with like no emotion on his face, puffing a dart, and these bees surrounding him, and you swung me. I'm yeah. on the Peter Klima train now because you know what I'm thinking about too? You know how they like smoke out bees to like calm them? Yes. Right. So now and all of a sudden I'm mixing in this image of him like puffing a dart. I could, I don't know. We don't know for sure that this guy smokes darts. It's just a shot in the dark here. But uh, <laughs> I'm just like imagining him just like puffing a dart, standing up there on the scale, not giving a lying fook and just like absolutely chilling not even like stone cold, like angry face. Just like he just has no emotion. He's just hanging out. Just bees are swarming him everywhere. Four hundred thousand bees. Like this guy, world records left and right, and he just doesn't care. Like he's he's chilling. And I, I'm on the train. I'm going with Peter Klima here. Peter Klima, oh my, what a guy! I just googled him to see what he looked like. He didn't disappoint. This guy just no. He's got a wicked mullet. He has a wicked mullet. He looks yeah. about as Czechoslovakian as they come. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Klima for the win. 
I love that. Yeah, Peter Klima just smoking out the bees, not a care in the world, super calm, cool, and collected. That's what it's all about. Peter yeah, Klima that's all it takes. Makes the record, too. Yeah, 100%. All right, McGee, well, you want to talk about people who are cool, calm, and collected? This next guy that we have on here, we, we've kind of, like, took a stall on guests that we've had on. I think the last guest we had was uh, Figs, the cyclist. If you haven't checked it out, by the way, go check out uh, – well, every time I go to say it, I butcher it. McGee, can you say it for me? Their cycling club. <laughs> Yes. GTA cycling yes. club competing, well, not competing, but they're, they're taking part in the ride to conquer cancer event, biking 200 kilometers in two days. Yeah. Uh, over two days to raise money for cancer research. So obviously it's a cause that, that honestly, I think everybody um, can, can relate to it. Like I feel like most people have somebody that they know who's been impacted by cancer and it sucks. So if you guys want to help them raise money, help them kind of support their cause as they ride to conquer cancer, raising money along the way from uh, here to Niagara Falls and back in two days, um, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, check out uh, check out our Instagram. We've got a photo up of there. They're wearing them the jerseys, which look really nice. It has our logo on it. Um, go check those out. Go to our page, their page, wherever it may be. You can find the link to donate drop a donation for them. However much it may be, it doesn't really matter. You don't have to blow the bank here, even just like a dollar, $2, whatever you want to donate helps them, helps them reach their goal of, of fundraising and it helps go to a great cause. So make sure you check it out. Go to the link in our bio, their bio, find us, find them on Instagram, and go donate to uh, to a great cause. But that being said, since that guest, we haven't had any on really. And we've kind of been here and there, like things have been a little slow. We're finishing up school, starting work again. There was a little bit of a stalemate, but at this point we're back on the guest grind. We've got a couple interviews coming up here that are going to be really big. You guys are going to be, I think you guys are going to love them. And this next guy that we have coming on here, you've hundred percent seen him on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, even if you don't see him that frequently or you don't follow him, whatever the case may be, you've seen this guy on TikTok because his reviews are absolutely hilarious. He is so cool calm and collected if that's what you want to say and he was just like so interesting in terms of why he does everything that he does and like the motivation that he has for doing stuff i think you guys are going to really enjoy this interview so let's hear from our first guest since damien figuera let's hear ty bridgewater we're now privileged to welcome to the pod somebody who's taken the world by storm with his iced coffee reviews you know who we're talking about with 886,000 followers and over 28.2 million likes, he's crept into the hearts and minds of TikTok users everywhere. He's my second favorite guy from Cambridge after my first year university roommate, Ryan Baya. And we now like to welcome to the pod, Ty Bridgewater. How's it going, lad? What up, bro? How are you? Not too bad, man. It's well, awesome to have you here. Man, we, <laughs> we did our homework. We did our homework. I was supposed I to be working a nine to five job, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually the first time that I came across you or not the first time I came across you on TikTok uh, a while ago and like I followed you and started watching all your videos. And then one of the videos you posted, you were wearing a U sports hat. And like that was uh, kind of when I started to like figure out where you were from because I did a quick Google search yeah. myself, figured out you went to Brock and wrestled there and stuff. So then yeah. I kind of tied that together. And you're, uh, you're our age as well. So, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny, like going through. Yeah. 98. Yeah. A lot of people, like some people still don't know I'm from Canada. Like I still see comments. Like, are you Canadian? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fake, fake fans. Oh, bro. (laughs) Doing the, uh, doing the Tim's like ice cap reviews and stuff like that was pretty like big giveaway for people. I feel like they didn't know yet, but yeah. I thought the A was a big giveaway all the time, bro. (laughs) <laughs> yeah saying a in the videos i say it like every video sometimes i say it too many times and i like watch back and i'm like i gotta redo this i can't <laughs> i can't say it every sentence i guess that's the first uh, good question to get into like you said you kind of rewatch them do you watch the videos beforehand or do you just mean like watching yourself kind of making sure yeah it's um like i think a lot of people think i do them like one shot which i think that i don't even know if that's possible but like yeah. what i do is i'll watch them 
and then like i'll like get my reaction i'm like oh that'd be like a funny line and then i have like funny jokes like i just make the jokes and then place them in and then whatever's left if there's like filler space i like find something to say in there and then i just redo them if i like stutter or something so do you write these things down and like kind of read off it as you go or like no 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 i just like i'll I'll find the video like there's a 30 second video or whatever i'll watch it one time i'm like oh this is gonna be funny and then i'll do it and i'll just start talking and like whatever comes to my mind in my head first i just sort of say and like try to make it funny and then if there's a point where i'm like oh i just started over and i like do it again oh okay okay fair enough so like how do you determine what is going to be a good video to review and what isn't um like if i look at a video and it's just like there's nothing really to talk about then it's going to be tough because i have nothing to say like if they don't have like a cool background or they don't have like if there's nothing going on with the drink because the drink's like normal and like nothing's funny or like anything like that i can't make like a play on words or like a joke about then it's like not gonna be funny yeah i don't do it i can't think of anything yeah but like, like, how but, like many the jason derulo one like, yeah jason derulo is like the easy one because at the first he goes like oh no, like first drink as a father and then like i did the blue face thing like have you seen the blue face thing like no hood harder than fatherhood yeah 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 but people were telling me about that today or my friends were like you said no hood harder than fatherhood i'm like yeah that's like a blue face reference yeah like we thought you made that up i was like no (laughs) yeah no i knew i when i saw that video i knew like that was where you're going with that one but yeah that was pretty funny um so then how many of these people do you review because they've asked you to review them um like i've never had a person have an issue with me doing them but a lot of more of them is just people tag me and shit all the time okay like so i got like when i first started doing them i was just typing in like iced coffee and then i find a video but then like it took like three videos and then people were like just tagging me in them all the time so if i go through my mentions it's so easy to like go through and find them right because people are like like my my TikTok doesn't even have, like, if I just look through my For You page, I won't find any of the stuff. Really? Yeah, like, none of my For You page. My For You page is all, like, funny skits or, like, funny stuff. Like, it's, like, drama and, like, random stuff. <laughs> and so, like, I have to go through my mentions to find all the food, drinks, and iced coffee. How long does that take you? I can't imagine the, the process that, that goes behind, like, kind of sorting through all the mentions and, and finding something. Um, and- Look at all the, all the tags. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take long. Like when I go to fi- make a video in the morning or like afternoon or whatever, I just like go through and like you pick through them. I'll pick through them and then I'll just watch them. And like, you know, right away if you got like funny lines for the first one, the one you see. Yeah. Like if I'm watching one, I'm like trying to make funny lines and I'm like, oh, I can't, uh, there's nothing going on. I just go to another one. We want to take it way back now. Uh, I mean, I feel like just we were talking how people don't know you're from Canada. I feel like there's a whole lot more people don't know about you. Um, oh, for yeah, starters, yeah. you were 2014 wrestling national champion and yeah. silver medalist at the 2018 Junior Pan Am Games. As somebody from yeah, Cambridge, man, yeah, man, fuck, I can't imagine. Uh, well, I mean, unless you got to the silver medal, I don't think I've ever won anything in my life. But <laughs> as like a Canadian guy from Cambridge, like. I feel like wrestling's not really a common uh, pathway. How did you get involved in wrestling? Um, I did, like, a lot of sports growing up. Like, I did all the basics, like, soccer, basketball, all that stuff. And then I was, like, whatever. I'm, like, an athletic kid, so it wasn't like I was terrible, but I was never, like, good. You know what I'm saying? Like, never was, like, oh, I can, like, keep doing this. And then I started wrestling, and I just started, like, picking, picking shit up, like, real fast, like, I could see something and like do it and like start getting good or like, you know, at the time I thought I was getting good pretty fast. And so then it just turned into me doing tournaments. I was winning tournaments. And then I just was like doing it in high school. I like dedicated like everything in my life. Like I didn't do anything else but wrestle for like all of high school. And then I got like university offers and I went to Brock and like, it just kind of like once it got going, there was just like, well, why would I stop now? Like, yeah we're doing it you know how did you get pushed into the direction of wrestling though like you said you kind of just picked it up but what was it was at my my elementary school 
And then some guys from the club around this area were just like, yo, come out. And I started going there and then I just kept doing it. Uh, Fair enough. Did they, did they just like, just look at your frame and you're like, oh, this guy's like just going to be a, a stud wrestler. Like, like I was doing was good in elementary school. Yeah, but okay. It was like elementary school wrestling, right? I was like, he was good or whatever. <laughs> I was playing, but then, uh, yeah, they were just like, um. That's unreal. Another thing people may not know about you, you may not even know about it yourself, but you were actually ranked 21st on the famous ties list on famousbirthdays.com. The article they wrote about me is like mad weird. Yeah, they they said you were like a track runner and they 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 said said you were a track track runner. They said I had a chihuahua. My dog's a jug. They said I was a track runner. I ran one that, that pi- the picture they're referencing. I it's on your Instagram. Yeah, I ran a marathon last year on a track, right? Oh, that, okay. oh my I god, ran, that must have been horrible. It was awful, bro. Just in circles the whole time. Oh my yeah, god, it was terrible. I ran it on a Saturday, just like out of nowhere. I was just like on a Wednesday. I woke up and I was I was feeling like I needed to like do something like crazy, or like something like you know to motivate myself. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to run it, run a marathon on a track on Saturday. And then oh I, my just went, <laughs> I just went and I told like everyone I knew, like I'm going to run a marathon. So I, so I had to do it. Oh my God. And then I was, it was like Saturday morning and I was like, Oh my God. I woke up at like seven 30, like, man, like, like jittery. Like I got to do it. And then I just went and did it. <laughs> Holy shit. That's and then, insane. So- did you choose the track because like you get the fans out there watching you, like all the friends you told to come uh, and cheer no, you on? No, nobody can. No, nobody. That's was kind around. of a letdown. <laughs> I did it all myself. Well, I just was letting people know, like I'm gonna do it just because. Yeah, I want to hold me accountable. It was like last year, I was running a lot because I couldn't wrestle because of COVID or whatever, and I didn't know mm-hmm. anywhere to wrestle. And so I heard on like a Joe Rogan thing, like a marathon around the track is 105 and a half laps. And so I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like horrible. I feel like I could do that. And then like I got off it for a bit and then just I was feeling bad one day. I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just go do it. Yeah. And so that's what that picture is. I, I posted a picture after like, oh. Like, I and they turned it into you were a track athlete. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> I funny. I was a track athlete, but I'd lose so hard and track that marathon. It took me like six hours. I can't Man, go I- <laughs> That's ahead, yeah, that's incredible. I was gonna say that's incredible. Like, I think the the track is like such a bizarre choice to me because I I, I <laughs> oh, hate running cool. tracks. It's the same shit all the time. Like, I would just like to go to like a trail. Yeah, or part something. of it. Like, part of it was the mental. I think. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah no kidding. Good for you, man. Like, that's yeah, insane. Yeah. You ever seen Jocko? No, Jocko Wilmer. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. All right. Well, he's on your road, and he has the same like good. Like, if something's going hard, then you just go like good. So I was like just screaming that while I was running. Sometimes there's like a flag, there's like a flag football game going on beside me with like moms and shit. And I was like, I just got to do it. I got to get it done, guys. I don't know what to tell you. And you're just yelling, yelling at yourself, I'm like yelling, bro. Like, I'm like, don't be a bitch right now. Like, <laughs> yelling at myself. That's hilarious. That's so impressive, though. Like yeah. Yeah. Never done it again. But yeah, no one can take that away from you, though. Yeah. No. Yeah, cool thing to look back on uh so going back to like your tiktok here um what was the first video that you did that kind of blew up and like how many did you have to do before that first one really took off um well the first ones like i never did like a like you know how some people post tiktoks and they're getting like 10 views like 20 views whatever yeah okay, so like the first ones i ever did were getting like two three four thousand oh, okay and they were like day in the lives. And at the time I, I had zero followers, zero nothing. Like I never made a theme before. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is like decent. They're like all right views. And then the first one, the ice co- first ice coffee I did did pretty well. And then the first one that got like a million was like maybe 10 videos in. Wow. And then it hit a million. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Did you expect like to be able to have that kind of growth? Like obviously after seeing the first ones uh, do that well, now you're kind of just doing it for fun more so or, like rather than like, oh, this could go somewhere. Or did you actually think like, I never thought, I just thought they were funny. Yeah. Yeah. Fair because enough. I saw a bunch of day in the lives on my, on my TikTok. I was seeing those all the time. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, it'd be funny because these guys never eat. They never do like half the stuff. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if like somebody went through, like reviewed the day, but just did it in like a funny way? Like, oh, you're telling me you don't eat during the day? How do you have the energy to? Yeah. <laughs> to yeah you're doing all these things that you can't bother mixing yeah. in some food and stuff yeah no one ever yeah, like calls them out unless you go to the comments yeah. tell me you're not taking carbs for the day like what are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so what, what, yeah then when we first got a hold of you uh through tiktok like obviously you've got a pretty pretty big following and we weren't sure if we would actually get in touch with you but when we did you had a publicist or an agent kind of like represent you um, with us. Like, how crazy is that to you? I got managers, like, yeah. Yeah, like how <laughs> nuts is that to you that where you just like started posting these funny videos and next thing you know, like yeah, yeah, re- yeah. representation. Yeah, so I get people paying me to do stuff and I was like, oh, wow. But um, I forget, it was like, I forget when they hit me up. The one girl, she hit me up when I had like 200, maybe 300. And she was like, do you got a manager? She hit me up on TikTok. And I like never read TikTok, you know, but I don't know how this happened. But she hit me up. She was like, do you want, do you have a manager? And I was like, nah, lol. Like how I responded to it. <laughs> and she's like, do you want one? I was like, oh, well, what's this? And then she's like, explain the whole deal to me about her. And then we did a call and she, they, it was her and her friend. They, they, she works for like somebody she's the assistant for like a big time manager and she was like i just want to start doing my own thing and like just try it or whatever with her friend they gave me like this crazy pitch i was like i don't like it reading emails bro i don't answer emails like you guys can do it for me yeah and i'm the worst to answer emails because i answer emails like i'm texting someone oh okay so So, she's like like, very casual yeah i'm not professional at all like i'm dealing with someone i'm just like and they're like, can you do that this time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So it's like what kind of move though? Yeah. What yeah. kind of role do they play though for you? Like, is it more just booking things for you? And then like on top of that, I kind of was curious and you brought it up a little bit. Like what, what you get paid to do different things. Is it like you get paid to do um, reviews or like, how does that work? I do ads sometimes every so often I do yeah. ads. Like, so I'll do those. And then that's mostly it. Mostly ads right now. Right. That's pretty cool, though. They just deal, anybody that emails me about anything, it just goes there. I just don't like dealing with it. Yeah, fair enough. It's a pretty cool way to come across it, too. They just like slide in your DMs. No, not really. Like, like, wait a minute. People are like, people are like, um, no, you don't want to do it. You can do it all by yourself. I'm like, I don't want to. Right. Right. Like, I'm not going to like email somebody or somebody emails me. I'm going to, I'm going to forget about it half the time. I'm going (laughs) to, you know, like I'm terrible. I don't text people back for like four days sometimes. (laughs) I'm like, I need somebody to deal with this stuff. Yeah. That's perfect. Do you have a favorite creator on TikTok? Like when you're scrolling through your FYPs, anybody stands out to you as as being like your go-to person to watch? Oh, that, um, he's from Toronto. His name's, uh, what is it? He does like the two two sides and he talks. Young... Oh, is it the Jack Innanen? That guy? Yeah, yeah. J- young Jack Innanen. Yeah, 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 he's good. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. I love that guy. Dude, you seem like uh you'd be a big PD USA kind of guy too. Do you know who that dude is yeah. with the long hair? He does all these skits. Yeah, man. Philly, Philly, you know him, eh? This Yeah, yeah. That was like one of my first like people that I came across on TikTok that I thought was like hilarious. He just does all these really weird skits and like he switches between uh, P-E-T-E-Y. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen this too. Yeah. I, I've, that's oh, one I've that I like too. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. I like that kid. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. That guy's from Toronto. Have you ever talked to him at all or do you just, you strictly just. Oh, I think he TikToks? has no idea who he, I, he's got no idea who I am, bro. I, think I follow him on I follow him on Instagram and stuff, but he definitely got no clue who I am. Is he just just on another level? Like he's trying to big league you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't know me. <laughs> just never seen me, bro. That'll change. We'll we'll tag him and we'll tag him in this interview and try to try to get I'll you guys to link up for a little collab. Yeah. Well, my team, like I don't think like the demographic that gets shown my videos is it probably won't be him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or he probably um, doesn't like TikTok too much. Yeah, that's true, actually. Like, I don't 
do you do you spend a considerable amount of time watching tiktoks or do you pretty much just go on there to do your views Um, scroll through a little bit and get out i used to spend a lot more time watching but now i don't my screen time's still high but that's just from (laughs) being bored and checking my phone everywhere yeah fair i don't really watch too much i maybe watch like 30 minutes to an hour okay okay so it's just like a fair reasonable amount yeah like when i'm going yeah when i'm in bed or something yeah yeah why was it that you decided to do the iced coffee reviews so like you obviously came across the day in the lives and found them funny and thought it would be an like a good idea to yeah. review those but like specifically iced coffees because i feel like that's your biggest one at this point yeah like everyone just latched onto the iced coffees what i was doing well how you want to hear like how it started and everything yeah so what I was doing was me and my buddy were doing the 75 day challenge. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Like the uh, 75 hard so. or yeah. 75 day hard. So you got to like work out twice a day. One's got to be outside. You got to read a book, blah, 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 blah. Drink lots of water, follow a diet. Got to do all right. this stuff. And we said as part of it was, um, you got to start something. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll start making like videos. And what I, I started making like, rant videos on instagram just quick i was making like three minute ones where i would just pick like a random group of person and like make jokes about like the extreme version of somebody like a vegan like how they always got to tell you they're vegan and like like multi-level marketing people so i did those and then i started doing the day in the lives on tiktok and then i was doing those and i just was like i'll do an iced coffee because i always see iced coffees too and they're like an easy thing that you can like categorize and whatever yeah and then people just started latching on to iced coffees they're like oh that's iced coffee guys so i was just like i'll keep doing day in the life and like an iced coffee like i'll just do two a day like easy right and then i just kept doing that and then i was like oh i'll do food and i just kept doing it so you do uh day in lives iced coffee food and then like I've seen a lot of times it's like either just regular drinks or alcoholic drinks, either or. I haven't done a day in the life in a long time, but I mostly do yeah. like food, drink, and iced coffee. So which one would you say is your favorite to do? Like which one do you have the most fun doing? I have fun doing the ones that aren't like any of those. Okay. I just find the just... ones that aren't those funny just like because they're funny, but they're like one-offs. I love the one-offs. Like I did a... Uh... Let's review this drama. I did drama one time. Yeah. And like, it doesn't go crazy, but I think they're hilarious just because it's like a one-off. I right. was like, I did one where I was like, okay, let's review this love. And I did love. It was some video about these two, this guy and girl who were like in love, I guess. And I just like did a funny I think video. I saw, I think oh, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. when she like prepared all this like shit for him. And yeah, you're like, yeah. And she yeah. like jumps on him and he's like a super small guy and she's uh Yeah, yeah. You know, like a little bigger, not no hey, but um and she like jumped on him and stuff and I I just thought it was hilarious and I just watched it and I was like, All right, let's read it took me like five times just to do all right, let's review this love because I kept dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> At what point did you uh, like come up with that opener? Because I know it's like really simple and to the point, but it's very catchy. And like every time I click on one of your videos or you come up on my For You page, yeah. I know how it's going to start. It's like, all right, let's review yeah. this iced coffee. How long did yeah, it take you to come up with that? all right, let's review or it's all right, iced coffee review. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, the beginnings were like, I was trying out a couple ones where I would try like, okay, let, okay, iced coffee review or like, okay, iced coffee review. All right, I did just did those, but from the beginning, it was pretty much like all right or okay, and then iced coffee review. Right, worked but out pretty well. Really just the first thing I thought of, yeah. <laughs> now people over here all the time. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before when you're, you're, you said your manager slid into your DMs, but if somebody's like kind of popped off on TikTok, have, has there been been other other weird activity going on in the DMs? Like, has anybody tried to hit you up for some just like weird shit or? Uh, any hate that you've gotten the very beginning some guy hit me up for like feet pictures (laughs) like very very beginning and it's never happened since or anything it's never happened again but that was like the one time it happened and i thought it was funny i was like maybe you just knew you maybe you just knew you were on the big things like you just knew that (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. like oh 
get these guys' feet right now, but no, yeah, it's like Ty Bridgewater's feet. We're gonna be like an NFT yeah, someday. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that, was a, that was a weird one. I got some girl like on Cameo recently that was like, um, hope she doesn't see this, but she was like, Do you think you could make a video of me just of you just like holding your tongue out? Like, yeah. <laughs> No. you don't even want to know you don't even want to know what that's for that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, i didn't even answer bro i didn't even answer i got a weird one too yeah 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 man that could have been the most innocent there, thing right? in the world like i don't know maybe she just like, i don't know maybe <laughs> now, she wanted a silly get, face but you never know i get people now that just send me like hey listen to my music or like stuff like that because um, the hustlers they think, they think i'm gonna send it to drink like, why would i how would i do that <laughs> they think you're like a connection to drake like get they a pass do. it on well drake followed me on instagram i don't know why but so people see that i guess and like send me all their like music and stuff i'm like i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna dm drake guys like, <laughs> yeah and if i am i'm not gonna send them your music yeah like, <laughs> like, yo, listen to my boy ferrari yari or whoever you are <laughs> yeah. like, i know who you are bro. Okay, so Drake followed you on Instagram. Was there any like yeah. follow up to that, or was it just like one day Drake followed you and then that was kind of it, and you're just like, oh shit, Drake followed me? Was, yeah, we just follow each other. Yeah. So then, is there anyone else that's famous that's followed you, or like anyone that's contacted you at all? Um, on, on like TikTok, a bunch of famous people follow me. Yeah. Right. I think that's like different. Like having like having famous people follow you on TikTok is like different. Like when they follow you on Instagram, you're like, oh, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think I've had people who are big follow me on Instagram, but I don't know if they're like, like you know, Drake. Yeah, Yeah, like you have to be in there in their community or whatever. I see. Yeah. So one question I want to ask you is that like obviously this must have been a whirlwind for you like coming up just making your videos for fun trying to better yourself in the 75 hard and next thing you yeah. know you got this huge huge following so uh, is this something that you see as like kind of a 15 minutes of fame situation or are you hoping to turn content creation into like your full-time job moving forward what's next for you um i just kind of go with it like i always wanted to um go to california and like be a wrestling coach and like do all that so um I'm just kind of going with it right now. Whatever yeah, going. Sure enough, like, see what I'm doing and like try to push it as far as I can. It's like, why, why wouldn't you, you know? Exactly. Yeah, fair enough. you're doing the, the brand stuff. Like it actually, yeah. it's like pretty sweet merch too. Like I'm going to have to. Yeah. Like if it, like, you know, at the end of it, if it fails, I can always come back and be a fucking landscaper or whatever for the rest of my life. <laughs> do whatever yeah. that way. Yeah. As well try to push it as far as you can right now. Yeah, exactly. So what was it that you like wanted to do coming out of university? What was like your, you said you want to go and, okay. So like your career path was like, I'm going to go and wrestle, be a wrestling coach. Was that something you wanted to do? You wanted to be a university wrestling coach club? Like how did that? I wanted to coach um, like MMA fighters. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. So then through Brock, you took, um, uh, recreation and leisure. Yeah. I took recreation. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was like, you were, did you ever have any idea in mind that you would like be a teacher first or anything? Or was nah, it just straight, like go right into re- coaching? I hate, under, I hate like thinking of working for people. I hate all that stuff. Dude, join the club, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly just so, just makes me sick. To my every time I think about it, I'm like, oh no, bro. Like, I don't want to go down that hole. I know. Just the job that I'm working now, man. I like how oh, my, yeah. my boss is listening to this, but it's just, there's got to be something better and better to like right? yeah so i don't know whatever i never really thought about doing a job job yeah but. it's pretty pretty hype that you got a recreation and leisure degree and you get to like hang out in the hammock it just yeah, fits yeah, so yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like a three-year recreation and leisure degree. i always go on like people always ask me i'm like oh don't don't ask me what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell you city jobs yeah it's a good cop out you know nobody well, can disagree like- with a city job yeah. yeah it looks like you're under the, some some big things though like you got you got your shit going like you seem like a guy that that likes to better themselves and you kind of have a good uh sounds like you have a good why factor 
just to bring it back yeah. to some, some self like motivation stuff. Like you're always pushing yourself. I don't know anybody else that I've, I've ever met who would run a marathon just because and do the <laughs> like 70 four days hard, later. So, yeah. That's pretty yeah, high. I, I don't even know what. <laughs> Uh, I have one more question for you here before we kind of get yeah. head into our fan questions. Um, so I've seen videos where you made iced coffee and then you, you reviewed your own iced yeah, coffee making. Um, is iced coffee something like you actually enjoy or did it just kind of come uh, from the videos? Or I don't really drink coffee. Really? Yeah, I only drink coffee when I'm like super tired and I got somewhere that I got to go. But other than right. that, I never drink. I don't like coffee. Guess what's oh, okay. jittery yeah but i thought that'd be like part of the funny like why it'd be funny because like oh this guy doesn't know anything about like, ice coffee like, yeah yeah sitting there reviewing them i thought that'd be funny and it was like learning like at the beginning a lot of it was like i didn't know what like the the whisker was yeah the frother i was like, yeah. I was like oh this girl doesn't need to use that she can just use a spoon and people are like no man like it's kind of the most important part it's like oh fuck. yeah so part of it was like learning everyone. Fair enough. Okay. So now we have, we picked out a couple of our, like the best fan questions that we had written in here. Yeah. Um, so when you're like doing reviews and stuff, do you tend to like the ones with light froth or heavy froth? Like a heavy. Yeah. A heavy froth. Yeah. One that you can tell is like, that you're going to get value. Of. <laughs> yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> uh, so what's your, you said your favorite, like, or like some of the favorite ones, TikToks that you've done and the reviews that you've done. And like, yeah. I feel like the love one is probably like one of your favorites, but love one's funny, yeah. yeah. what is your favorite iced coffee review that you've done? Iced coffee review. Oh man. I think this one was funny where I said the girl was toxic. That one's funny. I've had, there's so many that I just like, I kind of forget about them after that. There was like a but I I like all like Callum, I like a lot of them the but Callum Bond one with the guys on steroids I think that one's hilarious <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm like oh you don't want more place more days to see that eh? <laughs> yeah. I think that one got a lot or um I like the one where you kept uh, commenting on the color of the girl's cabinets behind her and then you talked about oh, like yeah. the size of her that hands that one's old yeah. yeah but you like circled back later in the video about yeah, the color yeah, of the like cabinets the one, the, <laughs> yeah. so, oh this one's fun. this one's the quick one where it's just the it's got the coffee in the hands yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> right away no all right ace coffee review right away no no shot you thought this was a good idea but he's got wrinkly hands though eh you don't moisturize 1010 yeah that that was was good. a lot of people are like can you make that a sound i was like i don't know how to i don't know how to make it a sound guys I'm, i don't know i don't know <laughs> i just know Someone how to do it that. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's all i know how to do on tiktok i can't make videos <laughs> um and then the last one here have you ever given a 10 out of 10 review and then i guess on top of that like what does it take to get a 10 out of 10 review from you uh i've never given a 10 okay and uh what's it gonna take to get yeah. a 10 my heart just tells me it's just a gut <laughs> feel kind of thing I'll like know, you just know. know it when i see it you know You're right yeah. there's no criterion to to no. get there no <laughs> i think a 10 if i do a 10 that'd probably be the end yeah like that's just you're end, retired like, from tiktok at that like point i'm gone like never make a scene again like <laughs> Because then people know people know what the limit like the bar is, and they yeah. can try to like make it more impressive than that, and then it's just all tense yeah. from there, I guess. Yeah, like that's it for me. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on and doing this and getting to know yeah. kind of like the guy behind TikTok and learning yeah. more about you, just your wrestling career and coming up from Cambridge, going to Brock and stuff, and just even how this turned out, like. And just even yeah. the fact, I think it's kind of funny that you just like, you sit here and tell us, you don't even know how to like make TikTok. So you just do the duets yeah. and that's it. I think like yeah, that's pretty do. funny. I comment on people's videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you for taking the time to do this. We really appreciate it. Uh, I know uh, Ryan yeah. and I both uh, really like the videos that you put out and our followers were really excited for you to come on here and learn uh-huh. more about you. But yeah, thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure. Keep on killing it and we'll uh, keep on watching. Thanks, bro. You too.
thanks so much for Ty uh, joining us. Pretty crazy that for somebody who kind of doesn't even know how TikTok works and <laughs> stuff like that this guy has built a following and ended up needing management to, to take care of his day-to-day operations. That's so- As Drake following him on Instagram. Yeah, Drake following him on Instagram. And it's it's nuts that somebody like it, you see on your screen, it's just nice to know a little bit more about the person, why they started, like just the fact that he was just on this like self-betterment grind, running up yeah. who runs a marathon around a track. Want to go be on, a little- on four days notice excruciatingly horrible things to do in life is a mm-hmm. what was it 101 and a half laps i think you said 105 and a half laps around a track yeah oh my god seeing the same shit 105 t- you literally feel like you were having like the worst deja vu ever yeah you, know, you start to hallucinate at that point on lap like <laughs> yeah that's crazy but man this guy who who had this stellar wrestling career who ran a marathon who competed did the 75 hard challenge with his body and just all about that that personal betterment that de- that development grind started yeah. this to get, get out of the shell do his thing and wanted to like reach out and make these funny videos as, as a way to do something new in his life yeah. shake things like kind of have a creative outlet ends up blowing up and and i think that's a he's he's seems like a pretty smart guy he's, he's gonna be uh releasing his merch and stuff well has been and he's making a career out of this, which is pretty cool. And he's just taking it day by day, as he said. But it's awesome to kind of get to know a little bit more about the man behind the, the reviews. It was really cool. So uh, that was a pretty cool interview. I was actually pretty happy we got to do that one. It's somebody that I follow on TikTok. Someone I've watched all those videos. And when we found out that we were going to be able to interview him, I'm, I was I know we were both pretty excited about that one. So we hope you guys enjoyed that interview. We've got another interview coming up next week. We think you guys will really enjoy it as well. And then we're still grinding out, uh, trying to gather guests here and get those guys, different people to come on. And uh, I'm pretty excited about what we got coming up here. But McGee, episode 85, we've kind of talked about all the progression that we've made. You think about where we were last year, especially even like at this time last year, kind of just putting our way through figuring out COVID and stuff. And now we're here at this point where we've got people getting their second shots of the vaccine. We're kind of looking at the light at the end of the tunnel here. And uh, for me, I was finally able to, honestly, at this point, like, I don't know what's going to happen because when I got my first shot, like I'm basically like Superman, Iron Man, whatever you want to call me. Like, I'm like, you can't penetrate my skin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like, so I don't know how this one's going to go, but um, I was, looking to get my second shot and I wasn't eligible yet just based on you had to have your first one before a certain date. Finally, my date came up so I could get the second one, but I was having some trouble finding it because everything's like booked and I can't really go during the day because of work and stuff. Like I can't just leave and then come back. So one of our friends, this is, this is the biggest shout out I will probably ever give here because this is one of the most legendary moves possible uh, one of our friends, somebody that I work with, someone who's came on this podcast, Ken Nakamichi, his mom, Larry, she, we've given her a lot of, lot of the week before and like, she's so deserving. Um, but basically Kent's asking me like, if I was able to find my second shot yet or like find the booking for it. And he goes, yo, um, Larry's going to message you on Facebook. Just reply. She'll get you hooked up. I'm like, all right. So I get a message from her. She asked me for like my health card and that kind of stuff. I send my info over and like five minutes later, she's like, do you want a vaccine in like this location at this time? And like, as I was about to type, she's like, Oh, sorry. Like it's gone already. And I was like, Oh, no worries. And then I'm kind of just thinking like, Oh, that's probably the only one she could find. And then all of a sudden she goes quick, send me your phone number. So like, as I'm typing my phone number in, I get an email confirmation for my vaccine booking like, I'm not even kidding. I, 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 I like just missed the message because I was like, uh, I was doing some stuff. And then like, I look at my phone and I see that she asked me this. So I'm like typing my phone number. I get the email confirmation comes in that says that as I have it. Phone number? Yeah. As I'm typing my phone number to you. If you like, just like use some next level, uh, telekinesis just like knew it just guessed your phone number <laughs> no i think that kent gave it to her like i think oh. she like ended up getting a hold of kent kent gave it to her but uh yeah she just i just get an email confirmation saying that i'm booked for my vaccine so tonight at 4 p.m i'm getting my vaccine i'm gonna be double vaxxed as of uh, 4 p.m today so i'm pretty excited about that 
I'm going to be fully vaxxed, ready to go. I seen like a new list that came out that said like two weeks after your vaccine, there's all these things that you can do. You don't have to wear a mask now and stuff, which like, obviously you still have to wear it going to the stores and whatever that case may be. But it's just like, you know, we're getting to that place. It's kind of like light at the end of the tunnel. We're moving in the right direction. Summer's been pretty good so far. We've still been able to get out a little bit and see each other. Like we had that beach day a couple of weeks ago and it's just like, now we're just more so moving in the right direction. So things are looking up shout out Larry that was the biggest like legendary move ever just <laughs> hunting vaccines at this point just yeah. hunting vaccines and got me hooked up so like I'm all good to go now yeah keeping with the theme of this episode it seems to be it's commitment as we've mentioned before and that's the, the, one of the most committed things I've ever heard of yeah it, it was so legendary honestly I was so fired up when I got that confirmation yeah Larry legend yeah yeah, that's that's kind of my big thing for this episode. I'm pretty fired up about that. So shout out Larry, legendary move. And uh, yeah, your boy's getting double vaxxed. But we'll see if the needle can even go in my arm. Like you never know. So uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta hope it does. We gotta hope it does. Yes. Is, this skin? Is this your skin? Yes. <laughs> Is this your yeah. skin? Uh yeah. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. I you know what? I don't think we're going to top that story. We had well, our top just the last half of that episode. We had Ty Bridgewater and followed up by Larry Legend coming through to save the day. Yeah, I think we will end it there because, like, what the hell are we going to say that could that top either of those things? No, well, I guess we'll just have to see what what uh, what comes up in the episode next week. See who our next guest is and see if they can top it because that's yeah. a pretty exciting one coming up. Yeah, it is a pretty exciting one. I had a blast filming that one, man. Our next guest brought the energy. Uh, brought some songs mm-hmm. brought a little bit of everything man this guy is no stranger when it comes to uh being on the airwaves so we'll leave you with that we'll just leave you with that and that's a wrap on episode 85 i'd say yep i, I had a blast on this one this one this one felt really smooth really natural i think i'm just back in my element just yeah, yeah. Comfortable. <laughs> um, you're in the dojo I'm, man i'm in the, i'm in the dojo this is the dojo i need like uh one thing i need is like a logo, uh, just some sort of like tapestry behind me with the lads and launchers logo. I think. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Some something. Some. I need like a pod background. Every great podcaster has something. Like you got the Leafs jerseys. You're like set up. That's just so recognizable. I'm just <laughs> all place. I need to. I need a station. I need a a war room. That's what I need. Yes, you do. You do. <laughs> you need a war room. Even on your house in Markham. I think you've got a kind of got like a spot now in your basement where you kind of get got the feel hang of things like you got that feel going on in the room it's all set up comfortable though it's not comfortable yeah it to be, like, but, like you'll bounce around a little bit in your house like sometimes you're in your room sometimes you're in your brother's room sometimes you're in the basement like there's different stuff going on in the background at all times that being said it does keep it interesting i will say that yeah honestly we should get our listeners to start like placing bets on where i'll be recording from in previous episodes <laughs> yeah or send us props that we can put up in the background oh yeah i actually might have to. Oh, that would like, be pretty fun like our listeners send us stuff yeah oh yeah i'll keep the listeners on their toes maybe i'll be at the public park on a swing set next time oh my god like i'm not in that jesus that would be pretty I, we, good. Should do that. we should make props of of uh where i'll record from next episode okay and i'll just like keep it on my toes maybe that's my more room everywhere <laughs> everywhere Anywhere and everywhere. That's the war room. <laughs> All right, Mickey, episode 85. Yeah. <laughs> episode 85. Man, this was fun. It was fun being back. Fun chatting with you. Uh, great episode. Yep. And only up from here, episode 86 around the corner. So catch us next week. Same time, same place, same lawn chairs. Cheers, lads and lads. Cheers. Cheers.